0: Last time I saw yeah, you you
1: were... I, Yeah, last time you saw me I was oh? about eighteen or something like that. Oh. <laughs> no uh, younger than that. Really? I Thanks. was pretty young and I was yeah. uh just it was the very beginning of any musical performance that I'd ever done and you gave me a chance to perform and that was You were very good, I remember very that. Thing. So this is uh, Joshna. She's uh plays a lot of music, and is teaching something about kirtan. Can you tell me more?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, so in August, I started the um, Kirtan Academy, and mm. it, was, it was partly, it was many reasons, but one of the reasons was to um, connect and uh, provide a platform for the kirtanias or people who play kirtan, all around the world whether they could connect and form a glo- kind of a global community of kirtan is to mm. share, support each other um, and to develop as well their own kirtan practice. And so, you know, offering classes, offering seminars, offering resources, you know, offering opportunities to connect with others. Yeah, this is all really, you know, part of it.
1: And this opportunities to connect is really important at the
0: moment isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It is, yeah, and so it was the first mm-hmm. online course, actually. this first I've, I've obviously taught many. Um, I've taught many workshops around the world, but this was the first time I did it online. And yeah, it was great. I really loved it. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, for those who are new to the concept of Kirtan, can you tell us more about it?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, kirtan, of course, it comes from the Sanskrit word "kirt," which means loud, and um, it's about, it's, it's praise music sung, performed loudly. And kirtan is traditionally, it fits within the category of Indian music called samgit. And samgit is a combination of instrumental music, um, dance, and singing. So kirtan has all those three elements in it, and each one is very important, you know. And it's about, uh, it's about connecting with one's deepest inner self. Um, and ex- expressing that, that, um, that divine connection through sound, through dance, and through instrumental music, through singing, dance, and instrumental music. And of course, um, we, we all use a mantra. We use the universal mantra, Baba Nam Kevalam, meaning everything. Um, Baba means deepest inner self, nearest and dearest one. Nam means name or vibration, and Kevalam means all and everything. And so it can be abbreviated to mean love is all there is, but it's a it's a mantra that we use when we're singing kirtan. Then, of course, the other elements come into it too—the dance and the instrumental instrumental music as well.
1: As I remember, am I correct that you actually studied some some Indian music in India?
0: Yeah, I did my um, I did my masters at Auckland University on the musical ra. Ra is the area which is um the homeland of the Ketan tradition, um, in that the first renowned Ketan poem which was was um that by Jayadeva around the eleventh century. So but I didn't just study that at the in the early days, I studied all of the music all the music genres in that region of Ra, which is northeast India, and that was the Chumor, the folk traditions, the Cho dance, the martial art dance, and so many other Nutchni Natch dance. And And then after that um, I was teaching for a while and then I came across one day in the year 2000 um, when I was there making a a film of the traditional kirtan groups and it was so amazing, it was so extraordinary that it um, really prompted me, really inspired me to come back and do that research for my PhD. So my PhD is on the kirtan of Ra. And it's a very, very deep subject. It's a very developed ketan genre, actually. It's been going for a very long time, at least a 1,000 years. And it's very developed in comparison to what we know in the West. And so going there was an incredible opportunity to really study a a genre. You know, ketan is a genre. And um,
1: it's um, interesting because you've really obviously studied that in quite some depth, but I don't really hear it in your music.
0: Hmm, that's an interesting question. Um, your
1: music thing. sounds very, very European.
0: Yeah, that's true. And um, there will be a time, I hope, when I can actually create or be part of a group that can really um, sing a lot of the Rari Kirtans with authentic- authenticity. I did do an album called Red of Fusion, where straight after my PhD, which has in it quite a few of the rags. Um, it doesn't right. have the traditional rhythms because, of course, we didn't have a traditional drummer and that's a very important element of it. But if yeah. you listen into that album, you'll hear some of the uh, traditional Khitan rags from Ra and you'll oh, get a feeling, awesome. you'll get a really strong feeling for the beauty and the depth of, of some of those melodies.
1: When when this um, COVID-19 first hit and I was isolated at home, yeah. I uh, started trying to record some music for what do you do with yourself, you know? Yeah. So I um, recorded solo violin and tried to do things that were based on these rugs, mm. on these Indian scales and the, the different feelings that are expressed in these different scales. Yeah. And it turned out very interesting. It turns out a kind of cross between Scottish fiddle and Indian classical music. Mm. Um, So that was fun, but uh, Mm. not terribly traditional and authentic.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. But I guess that uh, what you've done with your kirtan is similar. It's, It's your expression rather than a trying
0: to copy the rara. No, actually, actually, I I pretty much stick to, when I sing those rari kitans, I I try to stick to the the Mm. traditional rags because it took me a long time to learn them. (laughs) Right. And and every, every year I would go back there, I would sing the same rags because there was always something that I'd missed. You know, they were really amazing. And still today, when I go back, I'm learning more about the same rags that I'm, again, as I suppose you'd call them, actually, that I learned mm. in, in the beginning. And so it's, um, I try to stick to those original sound, original melodies. And then when I do my own, I do my own, you know, I do my own, my yeah. own kirtans. But um, no, I do, I do really, I love them. The traditional ones are very beautiful. Of course, I sing them in my own way, but I do try to stick to the original melodies.
1: Yeah. yeah. And in this Kirtan Academy, what what kind of things are you teaching
0: um well we did we did a first one the course we did was a seven day intensive and it was very intense it was amazing and as you know when you sort of start on something that you really uh love to do but also you don't have a lot of knowledge of it it can it can really bring up a lot and it it was about you know breaking through those boundaries a lot of those boundaries um limitations we have as ketani is as uh, to do with our own attitudes and our own beliefs in ourselves and our beliefs in the genre itself and so breaking through those was very powerful and you know i I talk about a lot of things in the ketan i I talk about um the aesthetics of it the different arrangements i talk about ketan sequences i talk about melodies and rhythms traditional rhythms and and as well as the super aesthetics of Ketan. So it's it's very intense. It's like fourteen hours full on of of um, information and sharing and so forth. It's it's very powerful. And this new um, thing I'm doing which is monthly sessions, um, then each each month is a different topic. So this month, which is tomorrow night at eight thirty Irish time, we're gonna be doing um, looking at Prabhats and Geek Ketans and Prabats and Geek songs. Because, um, as you know, it's, it's the anniversary of Prabhat Sangeet, which is the um, collection of songs written by Prabhat Ranjan Sarkar. There's over 5,000 of them, and they're incredibly devotional songs and incredibly beautiful. And so, many of us in Nandamaga, we use those melodies to sing Ketan, to sing Babhanam Kevlam. So, tomorrow night it's about Prabhat Sangeet, and, and I, yeah. what I'm trying to do is. is um, Okay, there's a the simple version. There's, there's the simple chords you can play, the open chords, but there's also more subtle chords, so I'm trying to get stuck into those and share some of those ideas and some of those chords and some expressions.
1: Yeah, so, so um, you always, I remember, used some particularly interesting chords that have a very kind of ambient feeling to them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much you can do on the guitar. Actually, it's a very versatile instrument, and you can have play simple chords or you can play very subtle chords. And mm. you can get a song that inspires you. It's about finding that the, the chords that resonate with the feeling and the power or the devotion or the, the feeling of the of particular melody. So I like to play around until I find something that really fits the feeling of that particular melody.
1: Yeah, and and kirtan is—it's not just about your own personal devotional experience, is it? it has got some some power to to transform the space around you as well, doesn't it?
0: Absolutely. I mean, I, I you know as I share as i shared with people, it, kirtan has been there for me to really transform my life, particularly. You know, when when my life reaches sort of like a turning point, at mm-hmm. um, you know, at very deep deep times in my life, at painful times or very joyful times, it's I find Ketan is incredibly helpful. Um, it really does kind of magic on me in a way. It helps really transform the, me from the inside and um, take me again, you know, back onto the path and you know back. To where I really need to be, if something is happening to me internally. So I, it, it trans—I find it self-transformative as well as collectively as well. It can transform the relationships between people. You know, mm. if people are going through different things, they do kirtan together. It's amazing how it shifts the energy, and you know, things that normally would bother us, to kind of kind of disappear or vanish, and, and it does that, you know, in the group as well as to the environment, it also shifts energy in the environment um, to to move energy, to move the negativity, for example, away, and it just kind of, in a way, it dissipates. It's amazing. And these kind of benefits are very well documented in in, um, in the research I've been doing recently, which is looking at the, the effects of kirtan, and I've interviewed hundreds of ketanias and um, and collected their stories about different benefits and experiences that they have had with you Kirtan. Know, and they still and, continue um,
1: to do You're still continuing that research? What kind yeah, of um, Can you tell us any interesting tidbits?
0: Uh, a lot of them come up with stories about, <laughs> you know, um, these stories about healing, these stories about being saved from. Um, from car accidents there's stories about save being saved from bite snakes and snake bites um there's stories about being saved from um being at a time of a tornado the singing kirtan i myself have had different experiences of of being um in really bad uh, weather for example um like hurricane kind of weather and being safe from being you know, blown away. You know, there's all kinds of healing stories. There's stories of people who have cancer and have um, been in a lot of pain and, and then passed away peacefully. There's stories of people healing as well. Mm. There's just so many uh, inspiring stories. And when you hear those stories, it really gives you this really strong sense of, wow, you know, if it can happen to them, it can happen to me. And, and then experiencing it oneself is is mind blowing, and somehow it's, it's always so difficult to understand how it happens, but it does happen. It does.
1: Yeah, I had a, my first experience of God through through a long kirtan session, mm-hmm. um, which uh, led to led me to some strange experiences that weren't actually very pleasant, but. The, mm-hmm. It at least opened me up in a very, very particular way, Mm. Um, and I don't think the unpleasant experiences were really from the kirtan; they were from me making not understanding what I was seeing,
0: Mm.
1: not understanding the how love works and how Mm. how to connect with this divine thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so a, Kirtan,
1: I, I like to think yeah. of it as as yoga that doesn't require a, a space or a mat or a mm-hmm. or so much time. It's something that you can just pick up the guitar any time and sing along and and create that same experience of connection.
0: It's a good way to think of it, yeah. Obviously it doesn't yeah, that's a really nice way to think of it. You know, it's something that can be done anytime, anywhere, any place, internally or externally, and it's always yeah. incredibly helpful. Mm-hmm.
1: And it can also share share with those around you. It's not just yeah. for my own benefit when okay. I'm doing my own yoga practice, but it's about sharing and helping others as well.
0: Definitely, and that's you know the part of the ketan we're not so familiar with in the West is the instrumental side of it and the. The dance side, most of the Ketans that we see, people are sitting down or they're just sort of, um, you know, swaying or whatever. But, you know, right. you know, Nandamaga Ketan dance is a very important part of it. And, and Ra also, it's a very important part of it. It's so dynamic and diverse and beautiful, choreographed even. And um, because yeah, right. they, they've developed it to a subtle, subtle level.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so their dances become, This is, is this kind of like the classical Indian dance that we might be familiar with? It's called? not,
0: no, not in that sense. It's, it's because it's collective, you know, it's collective. Hmm. Um, and so it's very powerful because if you can imagine, for example, a group of 15 or 20 um, people dancing ketan collectively and and their moves are totally synchronised. Not mm-hmm. just with the, the traditional step of, um, Mamaka, but, but more than that too. They use that basic step, but they'll add other movements to it as well. So it's really powerful. Very powerful. That combination of dance and then instrumental music is also incredible. Like the, the, uh, rhythms on the drums that they play, the cold drums, the rhythms are extraordinary. It takes about 15 years to learn to learn the kirtan, oh. yeah, it's yeah, it's the, the,
1: and the drums. I love the drums. The drums are amazing. When I listen to the Indian music, whether it's the rudanga or the tabla or whatever it is, yeah. you know, you're supposed to be. I think you're generally kind of expected to be listening to the melody instruments, but I, I just listen to the drums. It's
0: mm-hmm. so yeah, it's true, and you know, in the in you know, in, in the Indian music, there isn't the the use of harmony but I find the harmony comes through the use of um the drum rhythms the drums and um working together with the singing it's just so Mm -hmm. beautiful Hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah the different rhythms and also the cartel the symbols also they're really powerful they're like the markers of the dance they keep the dance and rhythm and and they also play their own play their own patterns and they all work together, the drums, the cymbals and the dance and the singing, yeah. It's quite interesting. It's a very interesting genre to, to study.
1: And so for this these classes that you're running, are they for um, people do people need a certain particular experience to be able to join in?
0: No, no. I mean I haven't so far I um, I think nearly everyone who's joined plays the guitar to some extent. Mm-hmm. Or is that true? No, no, there's one person who didn't play guitar. Um, but no, it can be anybody. It can be someone who just really wants to sing kirtan or, um, someone who plays a different, different instruments. Because for example, uh, tomorrow night I've, I've done the musical notation for the, the songs and the Ketans we're going to be singing and playing so anyone who could you know who can read music or even if you don't it's fine because there's the chords there. Mm-hmm. So any really anyone actually singer or instrumentalist would get something out of it. You know? really good. And it's also and then, also community yeah. it's about coming together because since I've been I've been a Magi more than forty years and I haven't had the experience of Kitanias working together, supporting each other forming a community, you know, and this is what I really feel is important and that's the feedback I got more than anything was the fact that they really love to connect with um, other kitanus from around the globe.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. And music's for sharing. Yeah. So you've mentioned Ananda Maga and being a magi a few times. We should uh, explore what this means.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. How would you define an undermaga mm. An is a lifestyle it's um, mm-hmm. it's about connecting with one's deepest inner self and also connecting with, with the world around us and in, in the sense of really trying to be there and really trying to be of service to others whether it's plants animals or trees or human beings it's that sense of being there and really trying to contribute you know to society be of service and of course the way to do that is by really doing that in a, in a spirit of love is having that strong spiritual base which comes through meditation and other spiritual practices so it's a, I've always been I was really drawn to and undermining from the beginning because of that combination of inner and outer service to me, that makes mm. a lot of sense. It works for me. Yeah.
1: I see Anandamaga as a particularly well-formed version of yoga. Mm-hmm. So I think that I'm really into this concept of oneness being the, the spiritual experience mm. of connecting with the whole of the cosmos. Mm. And and yoga, yoga at its essence, the word itself, refers to this it's about union becoming one with with everything yeah but i think see a lot of yoga out there that doesn't really create that experience Mm. and i think that um, the special thing about ananda that i can see is that it all of the techniques have been very carefully refined to create that very deep experience of Mm. of union and connection Mm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a, a, you know, I've, I've researched um, different Tantric paths and i found that um, it's incredibly, Nanamaga is incredibly comprehensive. It just covers everything. And there's some very unique things about it as well, like it draws on ancient traditions, but also there's very unique aspects of it which are very relevant to contemporary world, contem- contemporary society. Where we're at now, where it's available to everyone, absolute everyone. That wasn't the case in the past. It wasn't. It wasn't. Didn't how it wasn't how it worked in the past. <laughs> it's there for everyone, you know, yes. at any level of being. One can progress from any starting point at all. You know, as if, for example, the first initiate that Sri Sri gave was a uh, criminal, and. Um, yeah and so forth. And it just goes to show that it's for everyone.
1: And there's a whole series of different practices and this kirtan oh. is one of them. I think yes. that different people often find within the different practices which the ones that they find speak to them most strongly. And so yeah. You've obviously found the kirtan is, is a really important thing for you.
0: Well, it's like when I had my um, personal contact with um, father, 1980, um, he he asked me what was my trade means. What, what do I do? Um, and that happened to be kirtan, Hari Haripari Mandala Goshti, which just means a group of devotees singing around the Lord, and and that was that was what I had been doing from the beginning because I had been a musician since I was very young. Hmm. And I saw that, you know, in my perceived personal contact with Baba, saw the, you know, how how it gave him a lot of pleasure. You know, he was right. playing me, you know, he was showing me uh, that he got a lot of pleasure from kirtan. And um, so I've always had, I've always had that feeling to do kirtan. Whenever I had the opportunity was to do kirtan. Everyone's got a different gift from from within, you know, divine gift to share with the world, whatever it is. And um, Kirtan Academy is about connecting those people who really feel like Kirtan's something that they really feel deeply for and bringing people together to share and to support each other and help develop the genre as well. So you know, together, collectively, we can really help to develop it. By focusing focusing on ourselves and learning more about it and sharing resources and things.
1: So where would people find this Skirtown Academy?
0: Oh, so it's online. It's online. Um, there's there's a link on my Facebook page, which is Joshna J Y O S H N A. There's a link there as well to join. Um, it's online. It's it's eight thirty tomorrow night. Uh, and there's a small uh, subscription fee which just basically covers costs to keep it going um and then there'll be a more another intensive one which is happening in november another seven day intensive uh, so yeah. if
1: people want to find out about the, the next things that are coming they should watch your facebook page
0: yeah facebook is on my yep. facebook page yes and also they can email me um, my email is Jy joshna, that's j-y-o-s-h-n-a at joshnamusic.com You can always email me as well if you want any information about it or, yeah, just to be in touch. We'd love lovely. to hear from anyone who's interested.
1: Yeah. I will have to um, see if we can find some new kirtans. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and the old ones, gather them together. So
0: yeah. It would be
1: lovely to have them. More celebration. Yes, I think that uh, a lot of the a lot of the spirituality at the moment that's popular is very serious. hmm Um, and and it's very and in many in many cases it's quite isolated as well. People mm. sitting at home meditating. Yeah. Um, and being able to celebrate together is really really quite a joy and quite a strengthening of the inspiration and the effect I
0: think. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, these are difficult times for people internally more as well as externally, very difficult. And Kirtan is something that you know we've been doing a lot of since COVID actually a lot. There's been lots of online, as you know, lots of online kirtans going on, which has helped tremendously. I know a lot of people have gained a lot from just listening into the Ketans on online Ketan for the Universe, for example, or Australian Ketan for Connection. These have been going on since the beginning of COVID. I think Australian Ketan for Connection has been going on actually for five months now.
1: Oh, lovely.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. It's really amazing. A very small group of very dedicated Kitanis who are just carrying on just doing it every day. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very powerful. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Josh.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting me. I appreciate it. And um, I hope to see you there as well sometime. Yes.